Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TNT Podcast with your boy Torres Finney and my co-host Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? How Let's go. Doing, doing good, man. Ready to talk some NBA. Got the got the boys on. Got a friend of the show, Jackson. He's been on uh, once before when uh, when it was just the TGL podcast, but things have changed, right. so we're good to go on that. Let's get it. Yeah, good things are happening. And then also Zach Smith, co-worker of mine, big Utah Jazz guy. Had to get him on here for this, uh, this oh, NBA man. playoff preview. Yes, yeah. yes. So, uh, so Jackson, been a minute since we've ha- since I had you on a podcast. Uh, so, refresh the the audience here a little bit about uh, about yourself. Let them know, you know, what kind of background you got. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, me and Tyler went to school together at Georgia Southern, and then he was my boss for about a month or so. And I actually uh, was co-workers with Zach. Uh, and then I went and worked at Valparaiso University for the football team. And now I'm back home. Uh, I'm a college football contributor for Fansided. And I'm about to start uh, getting my master's degree at the University of Georgia. So pretty exciting stuff right now. Go All right, dogs. go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. That's what I'd say a year ago. Yeah. Uh, all right, Zach, a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Zach Smith. I graduated from Mercer University about a year and a half ago. And uh, like Tyler said, I work with him with uh, Making Mayhem. So that's kind of how we got to meet each other. And, you know, other than that, I'm a big sports guy. Love uh, the Utah Jazz. I'm a big Hawks guy, too. So kind of have an Eastern Conference team and a Western Conference team. So looking forward to it. There we go. Best of both worlds, right? All right. So to start things off, figured we'd uh, we'd go over – a little bit. So Torres, I actually didn't know this, but Torres brought up in the the pre meeting here that uh, they've already brought up the the coach of the year, right? So who, who were yeah. the two people that ended up uh, getting that? Well, they gave it to good old Mike Bunholzer uh, for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and they also gave it to Billy Donovan for the Oklahoma City Thunder's. I mean, both had some really good teams. Uh, Obviously, the Bucks are the number one seed again in the East. Uh, they probably have the MVP on their team. I mean, they got a really good squad overall. Uh, what the Thunders did this year, I mean, letting go of Westbrook, I mean, trading Westbrook from last year, mm-hmm. picking up Chris Paul. A lot of people didn't think Chris Paul would even finish the season. They didn't think how that how a lot of those things would go. But when I look at when I go back and I look at overall of how the Thunder have played, the Thunder has been one of the top teams in the West. Yeah. I mean, right now they're the sixth seed. Now, you, I mean, sorry, the fifth seed. And you're like, oh, well, they have fifth seed in the West. But you got to look at what the West is. The West got, if not, the top five players in the league all in one team almost, if you take away Giannis. So, yeah. you know, they got a lot of great players in the West, and they're the fifth seed right now. And they're actually tied with the same record as the Rockets. So they easily could be the fourth seed of just one game. And he has made that team – even better, even like you just take away him and not only having Chris Paul, what other stars do they really have? So yeah. I respect it, but I don't agree with it. Because in my All opinion, right. the number one seed, I mean, sorry, the coach of the year should go to the man that is in the East, and that is Nick Nurse. Yes, look at what he has done with the Raptors. They are the number two seed in the East right now. They let go of their best player last year. They, and also, I could say their second best defensive player on the team as well. They had let go of Kawhi and Danny Green. Oh, you know, yeah. They, they both was on the team from last year. So, 
a lot of people didn't even expect the Raptors to be a top three, top four team in the East. But not only are that, they're a top team in the whole entire NBA. Yeah. Uh, they got a lot of pieces with Siakam and Fred uh, uh, Van Fleet and Lowry. They still have yeah. a lot of great pieces. They have a really good bench. And don't be shocked to see these boys in the Eastern Conference Finals. I would not be shocked anyway. Uh, and I really expect them to be there. So um, I truly believe that Nick Nurse should have been uh, coach of the year. All right. So got two Hawks, big Hawks fans down here between Jackson and Zach. So let's hear both of y'all's takes here. Do you think that uh, Budenholzer, Jackson, do you think Budenholzer should have got this? Uh, no, just, just for the fact that he's done this before. And I just, I mean, it's great getting a 60 win season, but I mean, he has a pretty stacked roster. And I think I thought Toronto was going to go for a, for a pretty big drop off. I'm talking like mm-hmm. a six, seven seed type drop off. And then I thought the Thunder were going to be a lottery team. Just yeah. like I thought head coach of Memphis should get a little bit more love because I thought Memphis was probably going to be like top five bad. So I think they Seriously. should get a little bit more love instead of just giving it to the guy with the best record. But, I mean, I, I would probably pick Nick Nurse if I had a choice as well. Wow. All right. So that's two for Nick Nurse. Zach, are you going to carry on the train here? No, I'm not. I'm going to slide, like Jackson mentioned, to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies head coach, Taylor Jenkins. Uh, second youngest coach in the league at, I think, like 36 years old. Mm. Have the youngest roster in the NBA. And like Torres was saying earlier in the in the show, that, that Western Conference is stacked. Sure, they didn't have a, a winning record, but, you know, they played with the Blazers in that uh, bubble or the – The playing uh, game. game. The playing game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they pushed them to the limit. If McCullum didn't hit a couple shots there, then, you know. Seriously. Able, we could you know, be talking differently. That's yeah, right. Uh, a playing game again today to see if they can sneak in there to face the Lakers. So, um, and they did it yesterday without Jaron Jackson too. So yeah, their second leading scorer behind Jaw. So yeah, they didn't have Tyus Jones either, who I thought was going to be a key contributor for them this year. So right. You're right, he was able to make something out of nothing with them. So that's definitely respectable. I if I had to pick one, I think I'd go Billy Donovan here. I like you guys. I didn't completely write off Chris Paul. I thought that maybe this year he kind of take it off. Like um, apparently. Like, when he was coming into the facility after they traded for him, they were like, all right, this is how we're going to work it. We're just going to play you here and there. We'll probably use you as a trade piece. He's like, no, I'm going to play every game. So, like, the, I'll give it up to Chris Paul, you know, for being a good leader out there. He's brought up SGA real well. I'm a big, big believer in SGA. Uh, they got a pretty good little team there, but he was able to um, really resurrect some pieces there. Chris Paul's come back. He's actually going to be uh, a piece that other teams are going to be going for now. Um, got Dennis, who I think is going to be the sixth man of the year. Um, so he's been able to to really do something with these pieces that everybody kind of wrote off. And um, don't honestly, we'll get into it later on. But in this first round, uh, don't be shocked if they really push the Rockets here and actually, you know, right. eventually end up coming out of this. So we all got a little bit of different opinions here. I like that. That's what happens when you get uh, get four people on. So that's great to hear. Well, point about too. Remember, Portland was in the Western Finals last year. And the only reason they're in this position that they're now being the eighth or ninth seed is because of all the injuries they've had this year. You're this right. is a typical eighth seed. So I think that speaks a little bit more volume to what Memphis did. Because, I mean, the Blazers, I mean, they run into the Warriors last year. They're real year. deal. They're the real You're deal. Right. You're right. So, uh, the NBA bubble team this year, they had that first team and the second team. First team uh, was Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, TJ Warren, Luka Doncic, and James Harden. Second team being Giannis, Kawhi, Porzingis, Levert, and Michael Porter Jr. I don't believe anybody really had any, uh, any, any real takeaways here, or at least any refutes to, you know, who really made it here. And I believe the coach of the bubble uh, was Monty Williams from Phoenix Suns. I think we can all kind of agree on that when he went undefeated there. 
Um, I was hoping he'd somehow end up get sneaking in. I'd love to play him, you know, first round. So, <laughs> for, the, for the boy Booker, he was doing pretty good. But uh, so nobody really has any refutes here. Everybody thought that was pretty good uh, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I agree. I mean, I look at Damian Lillard. I mean, yes, easily he was the unanimous bubble MVP. There's no argument against it. I mean, he was averaging 36.6 points per game, nine assists per game. He was shooting 49%, 49% from the freaking field. Holy smokes, 43% from three. I mean, the man literally put Portland on his back. And you got to remember, C.J. McCollum had an injured back. I mean, he yes. literally has an injured back right now. And these guys put the team on their back and, and just freaking, <laughs> right? Yeah. And took these boys through the way. I mean, and they didn't play no easy schedule. No. I mean, these, these were hard games. They had to play guys like the Mavericks. They had to play the Lakers. They had to play the Nuggets and uh, the Clippers. And they were beating these teams. And, you know, I give props to the Trailblazers, man. Props to them, man. I, yeah, I'd, I'm seen, excited. Uh, I'd seen somewhere like Nasir Little. He's a rookie for them. Mm-hmm. Like after they kept losing game after game earlier in the year that uh, Dame Wheeler came in the locker room like after one of the games and he's like, y'all are not about to believe what I'm about to F and do. We're making the F and playoffs and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, that's that's it. He's so, a dog. He's a yeah. dog. Yeah, I like him a lot, man. He's, he's going to be good. There, I don't think you would have picked, like, before the bubble to be on there at all. Like, I don't think any of us saw T.J. Warren turning into yeah. whatever got No, into- we did not. He leveled up. He <laughs> leveled up. Thing, that matter, I would have never picked Porzingis to be on the first or second team. And Karis LeVert was a bit of a surprise, too, but he kind of had to put the team on his back. with Kyle. Seriously. Okay, question, question. Why would you think about Porzingis being on the second team? I mean – Compared to some other guys as a forward, I just didn't think Kristaps Porzingis wouldn't have been my first choice to get there. Well, well I, you're talking well, about before was, before the bubble here, or you're talking before the bubble? Okay, not, okay. Not after. I was saying more saying before the bubble. You're thinking like more like oh, what before, Anthony Davis or something? Yeah, like people like that. Maybe. Yeah. Easy yeah, he was underwhelming. Yeah. An all NBA team, so he wouldn't have been a forward, but still, that's understandable because what Porzingis are done before the bubble, it wasn't the best, but he was also injured. He was injured for a lot of those games. He was just getting back off injury, and you know, this what how how many months? Like three, four months of a break, mm-hmm. I think. You know, in between, and then boom, got Luca. I mean, Luca is he can get anybody to play with him right now, in my opinion. And him and Porzingis been on the same team. Shut up, Tyler. I can already, <laughs> <laughs> I can already see. Uh, you just lucky. You just lucky. You just lucky. We'll get. We'll get into that. That's a. That's a battle for another day, man. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into that one another day. But not yet. Oh. Um, so let's see here. So we wanna we wanna get our playoff predictions here. I asked you guys, you know, go ahead and have your picks kind of ready. We're gonna mainly focus on this first round, but we can. Uh, we're gonna do our predictions, you know, for who we think will end up making it through eventually. So. Uh, be prepared for that. So this East, uh, we'll go over the East first. It's a little, you know, we can all kind of agree that it's uh, it's weaker in a sense uh, to, you know, the West. The West has all the fireworks over there. So um, so let's see. So Torres, you want to kick us off with uh, with the Bucks and Magic matchup here? Yes, I can. I can. Um, currently, I mean, obviously, we look at the Bucks and the Magics. Uh, Bucks number one seed. They number one seed in the entire NBA. Won fifty six games. Uh, I look at the I look at the um, the the magic. I mean Nikola Vucevic. I mean he really puts this team on his back. He's the main guy for them, man. He he plays hard. Uh, the magic, you know, up and out for this AC. They're thirty three and forty. You know, mm-hmm. 
they they're here and there in the bubble. I, I really don't have enough confidence in them. I truly see a sweep. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't see this series being close at all. I mean, an injury could change things. I don't know if anybody remember 2011 when the Bulls played the 76ers. You know, they had Derrick Rose MVP. They had mm-hmm. all these guys. And, boom, Derrick Rose got injured and the 76ers beat them. So, yeah. you know, only, only thing that I can see hurts um, the Bucks is an injury. But in my opinion, I got, you know, I, I truly believe, I think Giannis is going to win MVP this year. He got a great case to be yeah. uh, a defensive player of the year. I mean, you got him, Eric Bledsoe, Wesley Matthews, Brooke Lopez. They Chris got Middleton. Team. Chris Middleton. You got the him in there, man. Great, man. Yeah, I, yeah obviously, he's number two mm-hmm. player. Yeah. So, they they got a tough team, man. And I just, I mean, James Ennis and Nikola Vucicic, they're really good for the Magic, but I don't think they're going to have enough firepower to, Oh, no. Without so. Jonathan Isaac, you know, you can stick a fork in the magic, man. They're done. They, they don't throw it. I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee wins by 20 points every game. Yeah, it was something. I really would. I, I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah like, this, this won't be close, man. It won't be close. I mean, it just a and, – and I could – you could make these type of cases. Mm-hmm. Being in the West, yes, you might play better teams or obviously better talent. But you playing those hard games, let's say you play seven-game series, six-game series, seven-game series, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, while the Bucks playing four-game series, five-game, four-game, sweeping everyone. Boom, yeah. NBA Finals come around, I'm rested. You, your leg's tired. So, I mean, this could be a blessing in disguise, you know, for the Bucks, you know, playing these soft teams early on. So, You're right. we, don't want to throw, we don't want to throw the Badgers away yet because they did make the playoffs. You're right. I, I just – I got a sweep by the Bucks. Easily, man. I, I think uh, – is everybody else on that train here? I'm, I'm on a sweep. Is everybody else? Yeah, okay. So, everybody here, we agree with the sweep. Uh, Magic, it's, it, yeah, like you said, Zach, uh, Jonathan Isaac going down. They've been battling injuries left and right. Aaron Gordon, he's been dealing with some stuff. Terrence Ross. Um, so, Evan Fournier. It's just like all their main guys, like it's been kind of in and out here recently, whether that's load management or whether it's actually, you know, real health concerns. Um, they don't stand a chance if – you know, these, if this stuff keeps continuing like this. So, um, yeah, I think we can all agree a uh, buck sweep here uh, is going to do it. So, Jackson, you're next up. Let's go with Raptors and Nets for you. What do you have? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a team that could be – they're the seventh seed this year, but I think they'll be at the top of the East next year, but they're just too injury-riddled. And then, like we said earlier, I mean, the Raptors are defending champs. It's really, you know, minus – you know, they lost Kawhi and Danny Green, but they really didn't add much after that. It's still basically the same core with Fred Van Vliet, Mark Gasol, mm-hmm. Baca coming off the bench. And Pascal Siakam's taken such a big step up, and I think that's what's helped them maintain where they are, especially with the injuries everywhere else. And then, you know, Brooklyn, they played great the other night against Portland. Uh, I really don't – know what to expect out of them because I don't really know where they're going to get a lot of scoring outside of Karis LeVert. So, I mean, I hate to sound dull, but, I mean, I, I think it's going to be another ugly series. I think Raptors sweep. Raptors sweep. Yes. Zach, what do you say here? Yeah, man, the Raptors are gritty. Uh, but, I mean, Dinwiddie and uh, LeVert might have something to say about it. But I think just to touch on Pascal Siakam, like he won most improved player last year, and I think, you know, you can make a solid argument for him again this year. So, uh, something's going on in Toronto. They play great team basketball. They kind of become kind of like that Spurs East a little bit, you know, they yeah. kind of like that full on group mentality. Kyle Lowry gives you, you know, your solid 20 a night. So yeah, I think it's going to be another ugly series too. So 
I can see that as well. Uh, the Nets, it feels like that last game. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I stayed up all night watching that game against the Blazers. I was hoping, yeah, I was hoping somehow they pull it out. I know Tyler Johnson was having uh, Devin Booker's back. They had just played together yeah. earlier this season. He told him, hey, man, I got you got to give this to me. So I think they, they expanded all or they expended all the energy that they could at that game. They played it like it was really a playoff game. Um, I, I mean, sure, they're going to try it out. You know, they're not going to just, you know, come in and just give up. I mean, they'll, they'll probably try for a good yeah, bit out there. It's just that Raptors team, the way they play defense, it's mm-hmm. it's really – it's tough. Like, they, they play – like, it's a lost art in the NBA. I think we can all agree there. So, um, and, and Nick Nurse is running that team real well. I think they got the pieces to do it. They're going to sweep. So, I think we'll see them in the uh, in the next round. Does everybody think they'll sweep here too? I would like to play a little hypotheticals. Go ahead. Uh, where, where did y'all? Where would y'all see the Nets if Kevin Durant and Kyrie would have played? Oh God. Second. Second. Are they are they a top three Second. team in the East or what are they? What are they? Yeah, are I they? think they're definitely top three. Assuming no other injuries around them, I, mean, I think they'd probably be right there with Milwaukee too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Durant it, it, by itself, I think he kind of makes all the difference yeah, there. Kyrie, and then obviously Karis LeVert, Spencer did Woo! Reed, Allen. I mean, that's that's a pretty tough team. They really so got Kyrie, a good team. So if Kyrie and Durant said, "I want to come back and play," let's upset the Raptors. What chances would you give them? Would you still give it to the Raptors or I'd what? Give it to the Raptors, just based yeah. on they haven't played chemistry. That's right. I rust agree. too, man. They they got a little rust on them. Yeah, KD made a little appearance in the Drake music video, so he looked pretty good in that. I think you can all say so. Maybe he's ready, right? Maybe At least he's, he's practicing. Ready. He's practicing against he Drake, is. The, most, the most athletic rapper of all time. Uh huh. <laughs> you chance for the upset, Brooklyn or Orlando? I mean, even though we all think there's zero chance. If you had to pick, if, if gun to your head, I mean, I would say Brooklyn. I will have to go with Brooklyn as well. I go Orlando. What, what, why? Why would you what you see in Orlando? I, I think they play better defense. They keep games closer. Uh, the Nets, um, they more rely. They're they're kind of like the run and gun. They like to get up and down the court, chunk up some threes. At least that's how they've been playing here recently. So Johnson, the Wawa Carabo, he's been uh, Cabarro, better get. He's uh, been coming through, popping some threes. So um, I think the Magic would try to just basically slow down the game, try to get get the ball out of Giannis's hands, stuff like that. So if I had to give one, I mean, I don't think either of them do, but. I mean, I don't even think you remotely comes close to that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Zach, I'll give you a pick here. Do you want to go Pacers in, or in Heat or Celtics and 76ers? Uh, just hit me with one, man. Go Pacers Heat. I'll give you the – I think that's the better one out of the two, so I'll give it to you. All right. Pacers Heat, you know, you've got – that's probably what we were discussing in the pre-show, our, our closest one um, mm-hmm. conference. Uh, T.J. Warren's been playing out of his mind for the Pacers here lately. They still got a solid core around him. Victor Oladipo, I don't know his health status. You know, he's always kind of got a question mark with him game to game. Um, but you have Malcolm Brogdon, who's you know I think one of the better players in the NBA, especially on the defensive side of the ball uh, for guards. But then you have that Heat team, and they're just solid all the way through. You got the veteran leadership of Goran Dragic, Jimmy Butler out there. He's a dog, as as I would say. Uh, yeah. Then you got, you know, your shooters, Duncan Robinson uh, and uh, – well, Tyler Hero, Tyler baby. Hero. Tyler Hero, man. And then uh, hey. uh, the other guy, I would mentioned Spicy P for most improved player, but you got Bam Adebayo, and I think he's – Oh, yeah. Up there, top three for that as well. So, uh, that's your closer series. It's probably the one that you want to grab the popcorn for because T.J. Warren didn't show up the other night uh, for his first matchup with Jimmy in the bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. 
talking about that one for a while. So uh-huh. if I had the to pick, robbery, there's a robbery between them two. You got that right. If I had to choose, I'm going uh, Heat and Six for my prediction on that one. Heat and Six. six. All right. Okay. I think okay. I got to agree with you on that one. I like I like that pick there. Uh, I think you got it. It's going to be – both teams play really good defense, especially the Pacers. They really predicate themselves on that. Uh, the loss of Sabonis is really going to hurt them here, I believe. Uh, but they'll, they'll keep it close. Brogdon's going to play some good defense. I think he can uh, he can do enough to maybe lead them. T.J. Warren, if he can – if he can get back to, you know, popping off like he was doing there. And um, I, I, by the end of this, we'll see some type of confrontation between him and Butler. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. After what happened earlier this season, it's bound to go down. So, uh, but, yeah, I think Heat and Six is like the perfect little prediction there. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, well, I was more thinking of more of like Heat. I was saying Heat and Seven. Pete and seven. Um, uh, I can I can see TJ Warren um, still in a few games from the Heat. Sometimes the Heat are inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Butler don't always show up in some of his games. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll go back to last year when they were against the 76ers and the Raptors. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Butler had chances to end that series, and he didn't always come through at the end. Um, obviously, Joel Embiid didn't play the best as well, but Jimmy Butler – could have played much better. Now, in game seven, he played good. I give him that. But throughout that series, he didn't play too well. And sometimes he don't come up all the time for the Heat. I think it's a robbery. I'm looking at – I seen it on ESPN earlier today. Jim Butler said he declares his robbery, but T.J. Warren is dead. He says it's not even a robbery. So, yeah, he talks that talk. I want to see him walk the walk. But yeah. it's going to be interesting. That might fuel T.J. Warren. I don't know. But I can, I can see this series going seven. I really could. It can. Yeah, I, think, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. What do you say, Jackson? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with him. I mean, I think it's going to be Miami in seven. I think they're just going to be consistent in scoring, I think, with Jimmy Butler and then three-point. I think they're a much better three-point shooting team than Indiana. And I think T.J. Warren, I'm not 100% sold yet, so I, I like the Heat in seven. Nice. All right. So, last but not least, we got Celtics 76ers here. So, Going into this matchup, um, Celtics, really good team. Overall, you look at them, uh, good good roster up and down. Uh, really, the question mark I see there with them is their big man spot. They got Daniel Tice there, good role player. He kind of does his, does his role, plays good defense. A little undersized, though, and uh, that's I really think that's where the 76ers are going to try to exploit them. Now, I did see kind of – there was a night where they were playing the Nets here in the bubble – and if they can play this similar defense, they played like a um, – I always get it mixed up. So the, between the 2-3 three and the 3-2 three, three, zone, which one of them has the center down there in the paint, like right there in the kind of the restricted area that the, uh, the defends the hole uh, out of the 2-3 and the 3-2? So, so out of the 3-2 or the 2-3 zone, which one of them uh, has a center that's right there at the basket that just defends the basket? It should be the 2-3. The 2-3? Right? Okay, yeah. So they were playing that against Brooklyn. They totally shut down Jared Allen. And uh, if they could do something similar to that, I could see them maybe, um, you know, holding Joel Embiid down to some points. But really, it's all going to hinge. This series is all going to hinge on how good his performance is. Joel is an animal. Um, It's, you know, we've all seen it. We've all heard the opponents talk about it. Uh, Draymond Green was on air on TNT uh, right around that time where he was – where he was talking about Devin Booker, uh, <laughs> and, you know, telling him to, to leave Phoenix. But he he said, you know, if Joel really wants to, 
he could back down anybody, you know, like that's, that's like his bread and butter. When he takes jump shots, he bails people out. That's exactly what the defender wants. So if Joel can assert his dominance down there, I think we could actually see this being pushed to six, seven games. But um, if I have to go anywhere here, um, you know, 76ers are missing Ben Simmons. There's still some question marks, like kind of in the ball handling area. I mean, when you're when you're relying on guys like Fork and Kirkmaz, um, you know, you got um, – who else do we have here? We got Shake Milton. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to yeah. be relying on those guys when Marcus Smart is staring you down. And Kimball Walker is actually coming back kind of healthy. So, um, I'm going to roll with uh, the Celtics here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go six games. I'm going to go six games here. And I agree with you, Tyler. I'm going to sell a Celtics six games. Um, my confidence for the 76er – Game by game slowly goes down, um, especially now since Ben Simmons is injured. He is out for this playoff series. Um, then plus their shooting, their shooting is not even already that good. Mm-hmm. Um, 76. So they got two great inside guys. I mean, but Joel Embiid, he injured his hand on this previous yeah. uh, game. And um, Al Horford, I mean, they got a, they got a really Tobias good. Harris, he's okay, you know. Tobias Harris, yeah. they're okay. But I, I was, right now, I'm, I'm looking at Brett Brown is coaching for his job right now. He is. He's coaching for his job. Um, Brett Brown, I mean, he had a great team. You know, we've always talked about how the 76ers had to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. You know, they kept um, losing games year after year after year to get top draft picks. Finally, they did. Now they got all these top players, and they're still not winning. Now, I mean, well, they're winning better than what they used to, but they're not winning what they as they should. They shouldn't be mm-hmm. a six seed. They should be a two or three seed in the East, especially right now, um, especially no LeBron. And I, I just see that the 76ers underperforming this year. Um, I don't see them. I say this is, might be the last series that Brett Brown coaches in, and next year we will be seeing a disperse of that 76ers team. We will. Um, Simmons, Simmons and B will not be on the team together next year. I, I just don't Boom. see them. Boom. Heard it here first. Yeah, heard it here first. Heard it here first, baby. All right, Jackson, what say you? Yeah, I mean, he he stole a couple of my points because I I don't think they're going to be together uh, next year either. I think they'll get rid of one of them. And they had the worst bench, I think, of any playoff team already. And I think, you know, getting into it with Ben Simmons out, they're a bad shooting team. Now, I'll say I don't think the Celtics have an answer for Embiid. I think you could see him having 12 over 25, 30 a game. Mm -hmm. I just think defensively, I think the Celtics are going to lock him down even though they can't really shoot anyway. And I think the – I just – Al Horford's been kind of a weird fit on there all year. He, he has. has I mean, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of one of the worst free agent signings. Or is it more of a trade, wasn't it? Or it was a no, it was, a, it was a signing. He Honestly. surprised yeah. everybody. Hey, could we see some revenge here? You know, maybe, you know, Horford's yeah. back in town, you know. <laughs> maybe, uh, he maybe might have a good up. game here and there. I don't that's think right. – I, I think Celtics in five. I, I just don't Ooh. have confidence Ooh. in this. Okay. Embiid gets them one game because, like I said, I, they have nobody that can guard him. But it's – I have no belief in Philadelphia at all. No. Oh, Boston in four. Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay. Joel Embiid, he doesn't always like to get down there on the block. And when he does in this series, Brad Stevens is going to send the trap. The Sixers don't have the shooting around him for him to be able to kick out and still get buckets. So, Jackson touched on it. They've got a very weak bench. Like, I just don't really see it. Al Horford's been a strange fit. And Torres touched on it. Man, this is going to be Brett Brown's last series in Philadelphia. Uh, (laughs) Like – after you get swept by Boston, who are one of the more versatile teams in the playoffs, yeah, 
it's just going to be done, man. I just don't see Joel Embiid. I mean, he'll get his for sure, but I just don't see him doing enough to even get him a game. So. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you can never count on uh, Joel, you know, having full health. You know, he's been having little – he's been getting dinged up here and there. Had to leave a game, like, just the other day for just doing something with his hand. You know, like, he's always getting nicked up. So, something will probably end up happening. Um, he'll probably have to leave a game at some point. I'm sure that's – um, you know, I, you can probably bet on that pretty safely. Yeah. And they still have for many other reasons. Uh, he could guard – he got he used to guard Embiid pretty good. I mean, was that the only reason they signed out Horford? I don't really know, man. It was weird. Yeah, they just – they so paid I up. I thought that when they traded – or when they signed him, is just he could guard Embiid in the playoffs and, well, take him away. Nobody can guard Embiid if we play Boston, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. be nothing, I don't think. What were we going to say, Zach? I know uh, – Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think you're going to see uh, Ennis Cantor play some big minutes for Boston. Um, Ooh. Tyson, you know, they're going to try to stretch him out a little bit and use him to stretch the floor on Embiid a little bit. Uh-huh. I think Ennis Cantor play a lot more than you thought because – uh, he can rebound a little bit. He can throw the body around with Embiid. Now, he's not going to be able to stop him necessarily backing down all the time, but he'll be, you know, there to contest him. So Yeah, pretty good post player, too. Maybe yeah, draw a couple is. fouls. I like that. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, who's, who's the young cat they got down at, uh, at center? It's Robert um, – Williams? Do, huh? Isn't it Robert Williams? Yes, Robert Williams, yes. Uh, yeah, he's been playing a good bit of minutes here, too. So, uh, we might get to see a little him. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, out of the East. Um, so, according to us, let's see. Who would we have here? We would have Boston versus Toronto. Uh, Torres, who do you have coming out of that one? Boston versus Toronto. Oh, Let's keep it real quick man. here. Um, right now, well, dang, that's a hard one to just think about. I might have to go Toronto. I'll go Toronto in, Toronto in six. All right. Jackson? Toronto and seven. Toronto and seven. All right, Zach. Uh, that's tough, man. I kind of want to be the, the black sheep and go Boston here. So, I am. I'll, I'll go Boston at seven. I think Brad Stevens is a tremendous uh, Wow. We'll have the boys ready to face Nick Nurse and the guys. So. All right. Uh, swapping I'm, it up a little bit. I'm going to go Toronto and six. They got First, the pedigree. All day. Yeah, they, they they got the pedigree, they got the coaching, they got the core still pretty much there besides Kawhi, so I think they'll be pretty pretty safe there. All right, uh, at the top of the bracket, Bucks and I think all of us said Heat, Bucks and Heat, Torres. Bucks, well, sweet. Like once again, I think the Bucks overall in the East, they got top to bottom best team in the East. Um, I just really don't see anybody competing with them, especially in that in that regard. So Bucks, sweet. Bucks, all right, sweet. Jackson, Milwaukee and six. All right. All right. Zach. I got to do it again, man. Miami and seven. Uh, <laughs> oh! Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it to you. Oh, uh, tell you is, why. is this out of spite? Is this out of spite? No, no, man. Oh, my God. I think that if there's a player in the East that can guard Giannis, it's, it's Bam Adebayo. Um, he's a tremendous athlete. He's similar in size to Giannis. He's not as tall and, you know, you know lengthy as him, but uh, – I think he can beat him up a little bit and, you know, stretch him out. And then in the heat themselves, man, they play that brand of basketball. They can get hot. They can go on runs. They've got the shooting around them to stretch out Milwaukee a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I just – I got a gut feeling on that one. I, I think Miami is going to be the toughest opponent for Milwaukee. I thought we might see him in the Eastern Conference Finals, but seeding worked out that they play now. So, oh, wow. I'll, go, I'll go Miami at seven just to give you wow. a high. Wow. I like that. I like that, though. That ain't a bad take. 
Uh, yeah, if I had to say one here, I'd have to go Bucks. I'd have to go Bucks in. Uh, I'll, I'll go Bucks in six. I think that will push them. So, uh, but I just ultimately think the depth of the Bucks is going to be with uh, what gets them there. All right, so that would leave us. Uh, so I'll ask us three, or um, I'll ask Torres and Jackson, then we'll get to you. But so that would leave you with uh, Bucks and Raptors, Torres in the Eastern Conference Finals. Bucks and Raps, um, going to be a good one actually. I see it going. It's going to be a really good series. But I think Bucks will let it go to six. I think Bucks beat the Raptors in six games. Um, the Raptors, like you said, overall core pieces. They got it. Siakam, Van Fleet. I mean, they have. They literally have everything you need to get back to the finals again. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bucks wants revenge, and I think Giannis is on a path right now. I mean, this is the Giannis. This is this is his conference now. He yeah. should be going to the final. I think we are going to see the surgence of. Giannis Antetokounmpo as being a top star in the NBA. I think he wins MVP again. I think he finally gets his team, the Bucks in the NBA Finals since, I think, 1971, since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So they finally get to the finals, in my opinion, and we'll see what happens then. All right, Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to go Milwaukee in six. You know, remember last year, before they mainly put the – Kawhi on Giannis, you know, the Bucks tore through them those first couple of games before kind of yeah. collapsed, you know. This time, I, th- I think Milwaukee uh, – Toronto makes it competitive, but I think Milwaukee's on a mission, and they'll be fired up to play Toronto. Milwaukee in six. All right, I'm going to go uh, Milwaukee in six as well with them coming out of the East. Zach, you had the Heat and the Raptors, right? So, let's see All what right. you got. I would have hit his. No, I got the, the Heat and the, uh, the Celtics, yeah, man. Yeah, the Celtics. Oh, heat and Celtics. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You went. You, you, you're the black sheep for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about Looking that. It, like as y'all were preparing, man, I was a little bit uh, like, oh dang, I wish I had one of those to go to. But teams, uh-huh. man, I got to go Boston. And, uh, I'll go Boston at six because wow, that swapping kind of defense I think will run Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero off the floor. Uh, Gordon Hayward, I got to go with my boy from Utah, you know. Okay. He can get it done. Kimball Walker's uh, to shine. He really ain't got that much time in, in Charlotte in the playoffs. And then uh, I think you're going to see Tatum. I think you're going to see Tatum take it. Uh, start him. Like, He's definitely capable. We can definitely uh, – I think after this conference playoffs, you'll see Tatum as a top ten player in the NBA. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, they can definitely I have mean, I like it. Now, but I think you'll, you'll see uh, – Get a little ISO opportunities, and I think you'll see him take it the next step. So, yeah. Do you do you feel Jason Tatum has that type of uh, um, playing style like fences like with Kawhi? Like, in my opinion, I always say this: Kawhi would never ever win NBA MVP. He'll never win NBA MVP. But when the playoff comes, he turns on a different level to where he is the best player in the league. Do you think Jason Tatum is going to have that same type of performance to his game? I think maybe this year you will. I mean, you, if you look at his numbers before the bubble, and I, I, I hadn't truly looked at his numbers in the mm-hmm. bubble. But he, had numbers, like a, he had like one or two bad games. That's about it. Yeah. His numbers before the bubble were pretty, you know, freaking outstanding. Um, mm-hmm. He had taken a jump from the year before. Uh, and I think you could see him, uh, if Boston didn't play such a team-style game, I think you could see him uh, ratchet up his MVP chances, especially if he learns to distribute the ball a little better. Uh I hate to say it, but he's kind of, you know, been training or had trained with Kobe and all that in some of the summers, um, you know. So, I think you can see him kind of put the team on his back in certain yeah. situations. I think Brad Stevens is going to trust him with the ball, him or Kimba. So. For sure. Cardiac Kimba. All right. All right. We got so, a team. 
So we got the East done right here. So let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll knock out the West. Sound good, everybody? Yes, sir. All right. See you in a second. All right, and we're back. So now it's time to hit the Western Conference. So I figured we start off because this is like the hottest topic right now coming out of the West. Uh, as we were talking about earlier with Portland, they've just really taken over this bubble. Damian Lillard getting the bubble MVP, but uh, been really carrying them. They're going to be coming in to face the Los Angeles Lakers with the 1 8 matchup here. So uh, I'm going to take this one on. I'm a big LeBron guy. Here we go, wearing. Got his got his Olympics jersey on here, so he's he's gonna channel some of that for this uh, for this year's playoffs, man. As LeBron says, it's zero dark twenty three time, baby. It's time to put on. He flips a switch. It's time to get it, man. I know he hasn't been playing the best here so far in the bubble. Hear me out, fellas. Hear me out. So he hasn't been playing that well. I understand it, man. The team itself hasn't been playing that well. They do have a pretty good makeup, though. When you get two of the top five guys in the league and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you got a shot no matter what, right, as long as they can keep their health. Well, outside of that, they have some decent role players. Um, been playing okay-ish, you know what I'm saying? But really, it's about this matchup right now. we got to take it round by round because right now uh, we got our work cut out for us. Right now it's going to look like it could be Trailblazers, possibly, you know, it's going to either be Rockets or Thunder, and then ultimately – Probably, I guess, depending on what everybody says, but I think everybody's kind of, for the most part, thinking Clippers here. So if they make it through all three of them and they're going to win the finals, I don't want to hear no more smack talk. All right? Let's just put that right out right here right now. Well, right. I disagree We're going to hush that mouth, all right? <laughs> so anyways, all right, so coming into this series, uh, a lot of people have been saying, you know, yeah, Charles Barkley. Trailblazers, they're going to be pulled. They're going to pull off the upset if they get that eight seed. All right. There's been a lot of talking going on, and I'm pretty sure these players have been hearing it. So ultimately, you know how I'm going to end up ruling. I'm never going to bet against LeBron. I think it's just a, you know, it's just something you can't really go against here. The guy's proven it multiple times. We've talked about the times. I mean, shoot, he's, he's gotten there with worse, bro. He's gotten there with way worse. So I think that he can be able to maybe take this on. He's got Anthony Davis there, probably one of the better players he's played with. Really, it all depends on how they kind of – Frank Vogel's going to have to really uh, show up this, uh, this playoffs. He's going to have to really show up this round because Damian Lillard's a problem. CJ McCollum, even though he's got the messed up back right now, um, he's a problem. Gary Trent coming off the bench. He's been going off. Carmelo Anthony, we've seen a resurgence with him. Yusuf Nurkic, my God, the dude's going off. So they've got the pieces. Um, Nurkic went off last game against the Trailblazers. They didn't have any answer for him. They had Valanchunas. That's about it. I do think McGee and Howard will be able to rough him up a little bit there, especially uh, Howard there. He's, he's had some pedigree with, uh, you know, making it to the finals with, uh, with a team in uh, Orlando Magic back in the day. Um, really, it's going to take a collective unit, I think, with these combo guards that they have, these twos and the shooting guards and the small fours. Really, it's going to be about, and the point guards, we're going to have to see about, you know, switching, how they're going to play defense. We're about to pick up, you know, Damian Lillard just about full court, I feel like. So, I don't know. Give me give me Lakers in six here. Give me Lakers in six. Okay. Okay. You, I'm, glad, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you're allowing yourself to give the Lakers Thank a few you. losses. Thank at you least I, at least you didn't say Lakers sweep them because I, I don't. Oh, really I can't. Them. I can't do that. You got to give the man respect. I do. All right, yeah. but I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, don't you do I'm it? I'm picking the Lakers as well. Okay. I had I picked the Lakers in six as well. My, I feel my gut is starting filling me in five. I, I do have a little bit more respect for LeBron. I know okay. how he plays in the playoffs, 
But I will say this. I don't think it's going to happen, but I will say this. If Portland beats him, if Portland beat this Laker team, I do not ever, 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 ever want to hear anything else about LeBron James doing this, doing that. I, I love when they say, oh, playoff LeBron's different. Oh, playoff Le Yes, we understand. Yes, playoff LeBron is different. But when you talk about playoff LeBron, playoff LeBron shouldn't have a losing record in the finals. I don't want to get on that. But he do. But that's, what I, that's all I'm saying. He is playing a good team. There's no, there's no more excuses. He got a great, he got a great help. He got Anthony Davis. His bench might not play up the par, but he still got his boys. Yeah, they a juggle. I agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I mean, look, he got his boy J.R. Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when Rondo gets back, I don't know when he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back for the series. But when he does get back, I mean, they still are going to have a really good team overall. Mm -hmm. Overall team, this this Lakers team is still really good. Yeah. So there's no excuses. Especially not against the Trailblazers, they better not lose against them. I tell you that if they it's gonna lose be tough, this year, man. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna I, be tough. They're hot. Yeah. They're hot. They're probably one of the toughest eight seeded team in Ever. history. In my yeah. opinion, they could be. They could be. Yeah. And, you know, y'all remember this team was literally just in the Western Conference Finals last year, right? You know, and they played the Warriors, and you know, you know how that went. But I, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting. Plus, you got Skip Bayless, Fuel, and Damian Lillard. And then you know how you know how yeah. Skip is. You know how Skip like to say something about LeBron and then say something about Damian Lillard. So now he's he basically in a win-win situation. Hey, but LeBron, loses, LeBron don't listen to it, bro. LeBron has never acknowledged that man. Damian has. Nah, he, he don't acknowledge him. Nah, I, I would love to see one day when LeBron does an interview about his thoughts on Skip Bayless because he heard it. He, yeah. he ain't oblivious to it. He heard it. I, uh -huh. I, would, just, I would just love to hear. <laughs> yes. All right, Jackson. What do you say about this matchup? I mean, I hate to go along with everybody like we've been doing, but I think Lakers in six. But I, I just want to hit on that point he just made. Like, the, the Blazers are not a typical eight seed because they've been hurt all year long. You know, they've had Lillard McCollum have been kind of going – they were going back and forth with injuries. I don't think Zach Collins played much at all in the regular season. Nurkic I don't think played much at all in no. the regular season. And then Melo didn't really start coming until recently. I mean, he, he had some games there before the bubble, but he really didn't start – getting flashback mellow all of a sudden until recently. So they're not a typical AC. They did make the West last year. And I think the Lakers are – they're good. I think they're one of the weaker one seeds I've seen recently because they're, they're an odd team I mean, he's, me. he's probably right. I mean, just, just the makeup. And Kyle Kuzma's – right, I mean, Kuzma's just very streaky, and I think that kind of stuff can get exposed in the playoffs, and he doesn't. he's not a good defender anyway. You, know, you don't have Rondo. Danny's pretty good, but you can't – I don't know how much you can really count on, like, Alex Caruso or – KCP or JaVale McGee to make big – or Dwight Howard, for that matter, to make big contributions each and every game. So, I do – I really do see some upset potential here, but I, I just play off LeBron's going to be – it's different. Yeah, I, I will never argue – We have a believer. LeBron, you know, but, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lakers and – but they better be careful. You said Lakers and they six? They better be. They better six. stop playing better around. All right. <laughs> Zach, what do you got for me? Uh, give me Lakers and five. Um, oh, there you go. Um but I think Damian Lillard's going to you know, be able to steal Portland a game. But the Lakers yeah. are just a better team overall. Uh, but I just want to shout out to Dane, man. He's been loyal to Portland for so long. You know, he's never really got him a, 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 a true blood star. He's had opportunities to leave. Um, you know, he's got McCollum to help him out. But on a good team, let's be honest, McCollum would be the third piece kind of on, you know, 
last year's Warriors, he'd be that Clay Thompson, you know, that mm-hmm. third guy on any, you know, good playoff team. But, uh, yeah, man, Lakers in five. Y'all touched on all the points. Nice. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting me rant. I had to I had to get that off my chest, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know how it is, man. I know. All right. So let's uh let's head on the other LA team versus Torres' team, the Mavericks. Torres, who do you who do you have in this matchup? What do you got? Uh, I love the Mavs, man. My boy Luca, as I was we was talking about before the show. He's a top player. He was one of the guys that was voted unanimously on the NBA first team bubble team. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, overall, this bowl, he's been averaging 34 points, uh, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. Um, he's been in just a bubble, and he has been phenomenal. I mean, the man is a triple-double king right now. Yeah. Um, but he is doing it efficiently. There's a difference, Westbrook. There's a difference. But uh, the, the way Duncha has been playing, I mean, heck, he has great playmaking. He got guys like uh, Porzingis, I mean, who is finally coming through and playing really well. Um, since he was injured, he came back on the Mavs, had this uh, two- to three-month layoff, and now look at him now. He he looks phenomenal. The, the Mavericks team, scoring-wise, looks really good. They actually um, are third in the NBA bubble right now as one of the top offenses in the bubble so far. So I, I right now I'm looking at these guys, man, and – Dude, I don't know, man. I, I truly have a lot of confidence in my boys, the Mavs, but those freaking Clippers, man. I mean, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montreal Harrell, Lou Williams, all of these boys, Doc Rivers coaching. I mean, to me, I think this is the championship team, in my opinion. The Clippers have the pieces. They have the pieces from the bench. Like, they literally have two guys. There's three uh, players overall right now going for six player of the year. They have Montreal Hill and Lou Williams on the list between Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Like, they have two guys that potentially can win six man of the year. And then, obviously, you got a former top player out of Paul George who can cut it on any time. Kawhi Leonard, we already know about him. Patrick Beverly, great defense against any guard. I mean, Montreal Harrell, great big man. Ivan Zubak. I mean, these boys from top to bottom has a really good team. And I think the Mavs, are really good offensively, but de- defensively, the Mavs were ranked 18th in the NBA uh, this past season defense per or 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. They've given up 117 points per game. Like that's not that's bad. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Clippers going to play much better defense. It's playoff uh, basketball now. Time now It's big boy time. Um, we have we had a little struggle with Dunches playing in the fourth quarter. I mean, when the games is on the line. He was 0 for 10 until a few nights ago when he finally came through. But yeah, right now, uh, I just got my clip. I got my Clippers. I want to get. I, I want to give my man an extra game, but I might have to go Clippers in five. Okay. All right. Clippers in five. Jackson, who you got? Yeah, I mean, I just I think this is just a awful matchup for Dallas overall, and I, I think Clippers in five too. You know, they're they're just not very very good defensively. And the Clippers are the deepest team in the league. I mean, you can argue who's the best, but I think the Clippers are no doubt the best. I mean, their second unit can come in with Reggie Jackson, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. And it's just that I think there's going to be a tough out for Dallas. And as a Hawks fan, I don't think I can say anything nice about Luka Doncic anyway. I'm obligated not to. So, five. (laughs) All right, Zach. Uh, Give me Clippers and six. Um, I think Luka, you know, gets his a little bit. Uh, 
I was so mad on draft night when uh, they traded Luca. The Hawks did. Uh, very upset about that. Still, mm-hmm. you know, a bit on the Luca uh, hype train more than Trey myself. So, uh, as you should, that, that LA team is deep, and yeah, I think Dallas is able to outrun them a game or two, um, just offensively. You know, Paul George and Kawhi start missing some shots. They're still going to pull them up. So, um, yeah, man. But give me LA in, in six. All right, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go L.A. here. I'm going to go in five. Um, I just don't think it's the time yet for the Mavericks. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they have all the pieces yet. Um, to me, they're, they're still missing. Porzingis is doing really good at the big man spot, but they still need, like, I think one more guy. Really, um, man, it's, it's slipping my name all of a sudden. or it's slipping my, my mind here. Uh, the, they had, like, a power forward kind of center. Uh, he, like, tore his ACL or something like that earlier this year. He was, like, a guy that came off the bench for him. But I think the loss of him uh, is going to be uh, felt pretty bad during this. Anybody have an idea about who that? It ain't, it ain't Kleber. It's, it was another guy. Um, say that one more time. Was it uh, Dwight Powell. Yeah. Dwight Powell. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be missing him a little bit, um, especially now that they're going to have to go against, like, the likes of uh, – Zubach, I mean, he's, he's been playing pretty well. And Montrezl Harrell now. And then uh, Marcus Morris at the four. And Jermichael Green at the four. You know what I'm saying? It's just the, the oh, list man. goes on and, and on. Oh, man, and I forgot about Joakim Noah, bro. Joakim, oh. yeah, he's played, played like the first one or two games in the bubble. And, <laughs> yeah, why don't hey. see if he can come off the bench he's and do something. He's still there. Yeah, he's still yeah. there. Yeah, but I'm going to go with uh, with Clippers here in five. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go them as well. I think they – they have the pedigree there. They have the experience. So, I think they got what it takes. Uh, so, Jackson, your matchup you have right here is the Houston Rockets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. What most people would probably think of as the closest matchup here in the Western Conference. But uh, but what do you think? Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, it is, I think it's going to be mainly competitive because Russell Westbrook, you don't know how long he's out. Um, I think Houston is the better team. But, I mean, just like we did earlier in the show, you got to give a big shout-out to Billy Donovan because nobody really knew what they were going to be this year. And he, I thought they were going to be a lottery team. And they, they run a lot of three-point guard sets. And I, I've never really seen that before, but they've been really successful having uh, Chris Paul, Shy Gill, just Alexander, and Dennis Schroeder out there on the floor at the same yeah. time and getting contributions from guys like Stephen Adams. So, I think the, the big question here is how effective is Houston's small ball project, especially with uh, Westbrook out, you know, having P.J. Tucker, Robert Covington, uh, Danielle House, he's kind of come on here lately. Um, mm-hmm. I think having the best player in the series, James Harden, I think it's just going to mean a lot. And if Westbrook plays, I think it'd be Houston in six. If if he doesn't, I still think Houston in seven. Although I really I, – I could see OKC winning this series. I think it's going to be a, a, probably the best series in the whole playoffs in the first round anyway. Most definitely. Most definitely. Torres. Um, I agree with uh, Jackson. I mean, he's right on this. Uh Nobody thought saw the Thunders doing any of this, as we said previously in the show. Um, the Thunders have done a phenomenal job. Billy Donovan has done a phenomenal job. I always thought he was a great coach. I never forget when the Thunders first got him when he had Westbrook and Durant, and I said, "Man, the way he had Stephen Adams and Enos Cantor playing all together, I truly believe that 2016 year the Thunders probably could have won the finals. If they don't give up the three for one lead on the Warriors. They were really that good, and he's a really good coach. He's coached the Thunders phenomenally through his entire." And I could see an upset. Um, Westbrook not playing game one. I'm calling a steal for the Thunders game one. It could it could be longer than that. They're talking about this this uh, injury could last a little longer than just uh, game well, one. Well, see, that's the that's the question. To me, I think if Westbrook plays, I, I would have had the Rockets probably in six. 
But Westbrook not playing could easily – I can see this series going seven. I can see the, the, the Thunder slowly chipping away because sometimes Harden gets in that moment where he just has the ball to start jacking up shots. Yeah. And then, boom, even though he might drop 50, 23 out of 60 shots, come on out. Like, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's not how you do it. And Mm-mm. I think Thunder's going to capitalize on that. They have really good basketball IQ. I mean, with a guy like Chris Paul, they got a lot of smart guys on that team. I'm, I'm, I could – if Westbrook don't play in this series – Take a thunder and seven. Okay. All right, Zach. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you up there, man. I think thunder and seven. I don't think Westbrook plays uh, nearly amount that we think, and I think CP3 is looking for a little bit of a revenge. Way kind of got kicked out of Houston, you know. So, yeah. Uh, you can call it revenge. You can call it, you know, I'm still one of the top five point guards of all time. You know, you put whatever label you want on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I really like uh, – we're going to see a little bit of small ball versus small ball, but I think the bigs are going to be what wins OKC the series, man. I think Steven Adams is going to eat down low, and I don't really think um, Houston's team rebound and philosophy is going to really work, I guess, in the seven-game series. So, give me mm-hmm. OKC seven. I'm going to follow that up as well. I'm going OKC in seven, regardless of uh, really – I mean – I don't think Westbrook comes back within the first two, three games. I think there's it's a little bit more murky than what we're seeing from the outside here. I think they're holding some stuff back. Um, so, and even if he comes back, I'm not the biggest believer in this uh, this three this three chunk of threes all game philosophy really, and not having a big man. PJ Tucker, as much as I love the guy, he's been very inconsistent so far in the bubble. Um, he has not been hitting his three ball, which is really hurting them right now. Uh, I do love Robert Covington being down there. I think he can be a little bit of a biggish presence. Jeff Green's been playing pretty good at that center spot uh, for them. And they've had some guys stepping up, but ultimately I think that, uh, that the Thunder have a little bit more depth. They've actually uncovered some pieces these last couple of games. Darius Baisley's been playing his butt off, and he's probably worked his way into some more minutes at the power forward spot. Um, you know, you still got Gallinari, who's a proven scorer. He plays pretty well as a veteran in the league. CP3, I think he's going for that revenge. I think he's going to be that intimidator that really – he's going to end up drawing some fouls. The dude knows how to do stuff, and I, I don't know, man. He's very smart. He's very technical with the things he does. Um, he's going to do good there. Shy Gilgis Alexander, man. He's going to be somebody that people are going to start paying more attention to him after this series, I think. I'm a big believer in him. He's got the makings of to be a superstar one day. Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench. Man. And uh, then, like Zach said, the bigs, Stephen Adams and Nerlens Noel. We've seen it so far in this bubble. But Houston, they give up a lot to the center spots because mostly they don't have that height. So I think that they'll be able to exploit that. Billy Donovan, he's a co- yeah. co-coach of the year. Really good coach of the year. He'll get it done, yeah. man. And, and to be honest with you, it could even go to six. I think OKC could win this in six. But it's really shoddy. The – it's it's either you make the three, you live by the three, you die by the three, and ultimately I think they're going to die by the three. So I'm going OKC here. So let's see. So let's see. We got one more matchup here, and it's down to Zach. We got the Denver Nuggets, the up and coming Denver Nuggets, versus the Utah Jazz, who are looking, right. looking a little bit little less likely as of today. We had some news drop. Did you see about Mike Conley, Zach? I did. I did. Yes. Throw that intro, man. Stole my stole my bullet point there. Sorry, but, uh, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to be unbiased here, but like I said at the top of the show, I'm a I'm a Utah fan, so to speak. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, Denver's looking really good coming in this series. They kind of they've been experimenting with the tall ball, as I call it. Um, yeah. Like brought out, you know, Jokic, Bull Bull, Michael Porter, you know, just a huge 
huge lineup. You know, I, I would love to see them in Houston go at it, but um, with a kind of contradicting mm-hmm. block. There. But, uh, yeah, for Utah, man, you're, you're losing Mike Conley probably for an extended time, probably for the length of the series with him leaving the bubble for uh, the birth of his child. You can't blame him there. No. But, yeah. um, but he hasn't really been that effective for Utah yet. They've been running a lot of Donovan at point with Jordan Clarkson at the two. Um, and then you have Rudy Gobert down low, and hopefully he can give um, Nikola Jokic some trouble down there. Uh, if I had to choose right now, I'd probably go Denver, um, unbiasedly in six. Um, Denver, uh, Utah this year hasn't – it's kind of gotten away from their bread and butter of the defense, man. They're more of a, a middle-of-the-pack defensive team this year. Um, not having Bogdanovich really hurts in the series in terms of scoring. Donovan Mitchell, he's a, a tremendous player, but he's still inefficient. So – yeah, man, I'm going to have to go Denver in six. I think Utah is able to slow them down and get enough back to the roots to steal a game or two. But the depth of Portland, Michael Porter, and uh, Bull Bull's kind of emergence here in the bubble is just going to be enough to totem, I think. Yes, I, I, I really agree with you there. I think that um, – I mean, I'm going to go one game less. I'm going to go Denver in five. Uh, we haven't seen a lot. I mean, we've seen good stuff from Denver, but they're not done yet. They still have – Will Barton hasn't even – I don't even think he's played a game here in the bubble. If he has, it's been like one or two. Gary Harris, he hasn't even played any games here in the bubble yet, and people forget about him. Once yeah. they get back, they just got Jamal Murray back. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been going off. We just mentioned him earlier. He's a second-team all-bubble. Then you got Bo Bowl who's been coming in giving some good big minutes. We forget about Plumley, another good big guy they got. And, of course, the main star of the show, we got Jokic. So, uh, Denver, like you said, they've gotten away from their, like you said, their bread and butter. Bogdanovich, I knew he was going to be a big loss when I heard about that. Uh, what was it, an ACL tear? Or uh, it was just an injury of, of some sort. I think but, he had some kind of orthoscopic surgery. I don't there you go. remember. Ooh. Yeah, but that but, uh, that, sucked. that was a big hit. Utah did push Denver to two overtimes before losing earlier in the bubble. So, I mean, these teams are going to be closer than, you know, some people from the outside want to think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to be unbiased a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, now be biased. Now be biased. I want you to be biased. What you, think, Jeff? What you want? What you want to happen? What you want? Utah to happen? four, man. Utah four. Donovan. Oh gosh. Four <laughs> game, man. Yeah. Yeah. Be, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Uh, Torres, what do you have going on here? Ooh, um, I, I, I like Jazz as well, man. But I just hard for me to see the Nuggets losing right now. I mean, they still mm-hmm. a, a really good team right now. They still got guys as we as you just named a freak a whole bunch of guys. And they, they, they're all productive. The Nuggets is a really productive team. As they said, the tall ball, they got a lot of big men that can shoot from the outside as well. Um, I got Nuggets and five for this one. Nuggets and five. All right, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with you too. I think Nuggets and five. You know, I just – when Utah's at full strength, I think they, they'd be more of a challenge, but the, I really haven't been all that impressed. And I think y'all fit on – all the good points. I like Denver. Even though I do think the Nuggets are a bit overrated, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they can be. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, let's see. So, we all have our picks here in this first round. So, let's go ahead and we'll do what we did with the East. Uh, we'll go through round by round. Uh, so, let's first start off with uh, Lakers. And So, for me, it would be Lakers versus Thunder. I'm going to go with that one because that's who I picked coming out. So, I'm going to go Lakers there. Lakers in – I'm going to say Lakers in five. I think they get a little easier matchup there, and uh, I think they move on from there. Uh, Jackson? Uh, see, I had Lakers and Rockets, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go Lakers in six. Nice. I just – I don't – I mean, 
think that'd be a, a, a real bad matchup for Houston. I mean, Anthony Davis may average 50 points a game against that small ball lineup of, of Houston. I just – I'd Lakers. Yeah, for sure. Torres. Um, I would say the same thing, in my opinion. I would say – I got the Lakers and the Thunders. I have Lakers and six against the Thunders. I think the Thunder could uh, still a few of those games. Obviously, Anthony Davis is going to cause a problem. But um, sometimes he have his off games. It's really big time. Yeah, he we've, does. we've only seen him in the playoff once. And yeah. that was against the Warriors. They got swept. But it's time for us to actually see what he does in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. It'll, be, it'll be pretty interesting to see. Now, if Westbrook is, um, comes back and play, and I said if Westbrook comes back and play, I got the Rockets in seven. I still okay. think it's still seven either way. But if Westbrook come back and play, I got the Rockets in seven. If Westbrook is playing, I see the Lakers beat the Rockets in six. Yeah. Okay. Either one. Both so Lakers and six, six either way. All right. Yeah. Cool. Zach? Uh, give me Lakers and six. Uh, I had a matched up against OKC in my bracket. Um, but I do think that uh, OKC takes more more than one game there because I think they OKC has a, an answer for Anthony Davis. Jeremy Grant, he's a pretty rangy defender, uh, bigger body. I don't necessarily think he's going to be able to stop Anthony Davis, but you have to, you know, when you talk about uh, superstars like Anthony Davis, you know, it's not necessarily stopping them. It's, it's limiting them and, you know, making them more inefficient and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers, they're just too good, man. They're too good to get bounced by the Thunder in round two. Give me Lakers in six. I hear you. I do think uh, – so, Jeremy Grant, is he still on the Thunder or is, is he on the Nuggets now? I thought I saw him on the Nuggets. Is, can anybody <laughs> bet me on that? I don't know. I mean, I can uh, look it up. I yeah, might we'll be look it up here. just to make sure – um, but yeah, I thought, I thought maybe he was on the Nuggets because that, that's another piece. He's, I don't on, know he's what... on the Nuggets, yes. Okay, all right. Oh, so, so, yeah, so what do you got now? Does that change it? I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's not your answer anymore for Anthony Davis. Yeah, he's not my answer for Anthony Davis. I think it's like either going to be Gallinari, the Garden of May. Boy, actually, no, it can't be. They had to put like maybe probably Steven Adams or Nerlens Noel. Or... The size of Adams and Nerlens Noel. Uh, yeah. I kind of move out a little bit to the perimeter to guard him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think they find a way to steal a game or two. So I'm still going to go with the Lakers in six. Cool. Cool. All right. So next uh, next matchup here it would have us going with Nuggets and Clippers. I think I'm pretty sure everybody picked the Nuggets and Clippers there. If it's me picking here, I'm going to go Clippers. Clippers in six. Uh, I'll give the Nuggets a Actually, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll go two games for the Nuggets. Somehow pulling out something. Uh, Jokic, Jokic can – I think he could uh, work Zubac pretty well. Um, so, yeah, I'll go I'll go uh, Nuggets and six there against the Clippers. What about you, Torres? Um, I'll say the same thing. I got the uh, Clippers, Clippers and six um, against the Nuggets. It's just inter- – it's just going to be a really interesting series overall. I think it'll be really defensive. Um, I can see a lot of good defense in that series between these two teams. But um, – I don't know, man. I just think the tall ball can only work to a certain degree. It's going to be hard to go out there and cover these guards. And then, plus, anytime the big stars sit down for the Clippers, their bench, man, can pick up where they left off. I think that's a big key, especially in the playoff, the mm-hmm. bench for them. So, I think Clippers in six against these boys. And wouldn't shock me if they beat them in five. Wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, yeah. it's it could definitely happen. Uh, Zach, what about you? I got to go Clippers in five. Uh like you touched on it, you know, the Clippers bench is so deep. You have Lou Will, Montrezl Harrell, who I think actually starts for him. But um, mm-hmm. those guys that step in right after PG and Kawhi, and they get theirs, man. I'm, I'm a big believer of uh, Landry Shamet. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. 
with some shots. Another one, man. So how they got a team? Yeah, man. Why mm-hmm. Pat Bev? Like, um, they're kind of those dogs, especially in the playoffs. Um, Kawhi, like we were talking about earlier, is one of those players that probably won't ever win MVP because he just won't ever turn on until it's you know crunch time in the playoffs. But yeah, uh, give me give me Clippers in five. All right, Jackson. Yeah, I'm going Clippers in five too. I just think this is a bad matchup for Denver. I think they're a little overrated in the sense uh, I, I, they win a lot of regular season games. I don't know that they're necessarily built uh, for the postseason. I do think Jokic will get his because I don't know how uh, well the Clippers guard him and what they'll throw at him. But I just Clippers in five. Nice, nice. So that would have uh, me going with Clippers and Lakers. I think it, you know, actually that would have everybody going Lakers and Clippers here. So um, y'all know where my allegiances stand. I'm going to bank on LeBron being LeBron here, even though they have Kawhi, even though they have Paul George. Let me bank on him. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm saying it's going to be difficult. But give it to me. I'm going <laughs> I'm going Lakers in seven. Torres, okay. I, know, I know you're chopping at the bit to combat that, so here, let me hear it. All right. I got Clippers in three. They sweep them. Okay. <laughs> in three games. <laughs> I just swear. I all love that. I just Screw you, buddy. It be three. Hey, I'm just joking. But um, – Bro, I am I am really confident in this Clippers team. I'm telling you. I okay. mean, I just think it's different. I, it's going to be a great series. Yes. But I got Clippers in six. Uh, Kawhi, man, Paul. I think Paul George finally gets over the hump. I think Paul George finally says he had enough when he was in OKC. He had enough when he was in Indiana. He has enough, you know, um, going all around these different teams, and he finally – been on, the, been on the Clippers. He has a star, another star that don't ball haul like Russell Westbrook, but somebody he can truly believe in. You got two guys that are top defensive players. Last year, Paul George literally was a, a guy that was in the, in the race to be MVP and defensive player of the year last uh, last year. No, was it two years ago? And I think it was last year or two years ago. But he was one of the best defensive players in the league. Now you have him with a two-time defensive player of the year out of Kawhi Leonard. Man, I understand. Now we have Montrezl Harrell. I think the last two matchups we saw in the bubble where um, we saw uh, uh, Anthony Davis was dominating. I think Montrezl Harrell limits some of that. He won't uh-huh. stop it, but he will limit some of that. I think the bench, because when Kawhi and Paul George sat down, I mean, they didn't have little to no offense. They literally had a 12-point lead in that game. Lakers come back, boom, surging, and – they they had no, the Clippers had nothing to stop it. I think having Lou Williams, having those guys off the bench come on and play, will completely demolish any of that for the Lakers. I don't, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be really interesting to see. I think the Clippers. To me, I think if Kawhi gets the Clippers his first championship, he officially enters the top ten of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you win a title with three different teams. Not only do you win the title, but you're the MVP mm-hmm. of every single one, and then you bring the title. To two of two franchises, two franchises for their first time ever, Clippers and Raptors. Yeah, man, you have a case that nobody else can make. So for sure. All right, so Zach, what do you have, Lakers or Clippers? Give me Clippers in seven. Um, All right. I like LeBron. I know it's gonna make Tyler mad, and I'm kind of glad. Uh, <laughs> get to see him over there crying and all that. Yeah. But uh, man, I think you look at the bench for the Clippers, like Utah San Torres. They're just a little bit deeper than that crew over there across the hall in Staples Center, you know. 
<laughs> True. Landry in that bubble play-in game, or the first game of the bubble between the two, like Landry Shamet played really bad, had a lot of turnovers. I don't think you see that over seven games. Um, they didn't have Harrell or uh, was it Beverly or, or Lou Williams. Yeah. yeah. Or, so I, I don't know, man. I think when PG and Kawhi sit, there's just going to be too much score and and ball distributing for the Clippers to really run amok uh, mm-hmm. with the, the Lakers bench. LeBron, LeBron and AD are going to get theirs in the series, but I don't know, man. Hopefully, you get to see a game seven. That's I'm setting you up, man. Game seven, game on the line. Paul George, Kawhi hit another shot, like you know, to thrust themselves up there into the greatest shots of all time. So I, I know a guy who's pretty good at game sevens. So I, I, I want to say this. <laughs> I, yeah, think you might I don't do like right. game sevens against LeBron. LeBron yeah. plays in game sevens. I, 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 that's why I said it's six. You can you can argue quiet in game sevens. Wasn't that shot that Kawhi? Yeah, I mean you can argue it. You can argue it. I want to see them go at it, like do or die. Like that's what I'm hoping for. It'd be fun. I I would love it. If of course it'd break my heart if it went the went the wrong way, but it would be be fun. And this will be a blemish on LeBron slightly because this will be the third playoff series, and out of three playoff series, and he never beats Kawhi in Mm -hmm. any three of them. I'm just saying. Mm. Mm. He wasn't on the. He wasn't on that. Kawhi wasn't on that first team. When he, I, I no, no. He, I said this would be the third one, and I said if he, uh, just, okay. if he does lose this one, it'll be three playoff series they have played, and he hasn't won one yet. If you, mm. I mean, Kawhi's already two and zero against them. Yeah, Wait. I know, but LeBron beat him in the finals, Torres. What's that year? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. Ah. I am. I'm yeah. That's right. That's right. That's You're right. always he coming did. at my boy. Yeah. Look, right. Could you argue that, that hey. man? That's not the same player. Yeah, yeah that, you're right. That, you're that right. Too. But hey, that pisses me off because Pop took out freaking Duncan. I know. Hey, it don't yes. matter. It happened. Ugh. Leave yeah. it out. All right, Jackson, we still got to get yours in. Lakers, Clippers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to go to seven. I like the Clippers. I mean, I think we all – we want this to go to seven. Uh, I think the league wants it to go to seven because it's been a fun game every time these two teams play this year. It's been pretty contentious. You know, when they played that first night of the bubble and LeBron really kind of come on there at the end. Remember, the Clippers were without Lou Williams, Harrell, and I think Pat Bev too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I I just think the Clippers are just deeper. I, I think we – it a million times that the Clippers are just probably the deepest team in the league, if not the best. And I, like I said earlier, I think the Lakers, they're just an odd team to me. And I, I think the Clippers will be able to shut them down. Uh, LeBron and AD will get theirs, but I just don't know who steps up consistently for the Lakers every night uh, on that team. So give me Clippers and seven. I hear you. I hear you. So that would leave me with Clippers and Bucks, or no, with Lakers and Bucks, my bad. And I'm going to go. Right? No, no. Lakers and Bucks, and I'm going to go with uh, with Lakers and six. I think Anthony Davis with guard Giannis. I think they've uh, – like I said, I just got to get the edge to my guy right now. Things can change, obviously, but um, but I'm going to roll with him right now. I think he's, he's got a lot to play for. So, and like I said, I've seen him – I've seen the guy turn on the switch for years now, growing up watching him. I think he'll do it again. So, until he proves me otherwise, I think he'll, I, got, I can't bet against him. So, I'll go with that. Uh, Jackson, what about you? You have Clippers and Bucks, right? Yeah, uh, my gut says to pick the Clippers, but I, I don't know. My heart tells me Milwaukee because I think Giannis is going to really plant the flag and take the take it away as the best player in the league and kind of maybe start a run of dominance like we used to see LeBron do through the East. I, I'm Give me Milwaukee in seven. All right, all right. Torres, real quick, who do you got? You I, got think, um, I think I'm think i going to have to go with Clippers. I think Kawhi Leonard 
is officially is he's here, man. I think he's trying to submit his legacy. He wins with this team. I like I said, he's top ten player all time. I feel bad for Giannis. I would like to see Giannis finally get that ring because he's there. But I think Giannis got a lot more finals in him because let's be honest, LeBron's not in the East anymore. Mm-hmm. I think he got a lot more finals left in him. They keep that core team together. Bucks gonna be in the finals, but this year is Kawhi year, man. I truly believe it. All right. And Zach, that leads us with Clippers versus Celtics on your end. Who yeah, do you man, give me the give me the fun guy. Kawhi, like the Boston Celtics. They're the B team of what the Clippers are. Uh the Celtics, that is. Uh you know, they kinda all play that switch and defense, excellent perimeter defenders. But I don't know. I like Boston. I've, I've championed them a little bit here, made them my bold pick several times. But I don't know. The Clippers are just – whoever comes out of the West, I think it's just the better team overall. Yeah. Um, I like Giannis. You know, I, I, I kind of made a bold pick, uh, pick mm-hmm. him out. But uh, I don't know. Clippers, man, they're a bit too, uh, too much talent, I guess, for the young Celtics. And, yeah. I, and I will say this. Um, so if if it wasn't, you know, for if if it was Clippers versus Bucks, I think I'd go Bucks. So because I know nobody's giving the love to the Bucks over here, but I think I would. They got depth too. They can match it. I think with the. I mean, you they can could. go through. You can go through a whole grocery list of who they have as well. Um, they picked up guys off the buyout market. They picked up guys through free agency. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I could see them definitely pushing it just to give them a little love here. Um, so yeah, well. Everybody got their picks in. We'll have to keep up with this. We'll have to keep track of this. We got our group chat going on now. So Trash Talk will be coming up. Uh, That's right. Between all, four, between all four of us. So we'll keep up with it. We'll trash each other. So it, it'll work out well. Each of us have made some type of uh, bold take or another during this. So it uh, makes for some for a good show here. So thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Zach, for coming on. Zach's first time. Uh, Jackson's first time here on the TNT now. So it was it was a pleasure having you guys on. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, anybody have any last final remarks? It's always a pleasure. Hawks are a playoff team next year. Hawks are a playoff team next year. There you go. Good, good final thought. Oh. Yes. And just a heads up, draft lottery this Thursday. All right? So we got to keep an eye on that, everybody. But, uh, yes, well, thank you guys for listening in. Do yourself a favor. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We're there. So uh, subscribe to us. Share it with your friends. They'll enjoy it. But thank you guys for listening in. We'll see you next time.